Welcome to Socially Sporty, a podcast for an inside look into the social media impact on first-year college students. Each episode, we will have a guest speaker to talk about their impact on social media. I'm your host, Brittany Gowen. I'm Brittany Gowen, sitting down today in the studio with Chase Kokroski, a freshman nursing major. Chase also plays lacrosse here at Piedmont. So Chase, we're first going to start off on how did you get into lacrosse and like where did it all start for you? Um, I would say that it started off, I would say my summer going into my sixth grade year. Um, I would always been playing, you know, the basic football, soccer, baseball, all that I could do. I even got into swim for a little bit, but I'm not the best. <laughs> um, but I really started to take lacrosse seriously when I was a dual sport with soccer in middle school and then leading into high school. But over time, it's just I wanted a little more contact. I wanted to let out all the pent-up aggression. And that's where I just fell in love with lacrosse. And I really focused on that, really wanted to get better in that. That's where it really all started. And then how I got recruited was uh, I had been going to a bunch of camps, like prospect camps and that was all over the country, so I was in Texas at some points, Kentucky, Georgia, Alabama, even went to some in Florida, so those were all fun, and uh, I had gone to one in Birmingham, and it was the previous assistant coach, Coach Salter, and I was assigned to his team, and we were just playing our hearts out and everything, and he pulled me aside, and he was like, hey, you have really good potential. I'd really like to get some information from you, and then we can chat it up a little bit. And then it just kind of took off from there. We started calling each other, and then he'd be asking about my personal life and, you know, like what's going on in his life. Really developed a really good connection with him. And I came down for a visit, and it really just took off from there. Got to actually sit down, talk with him in an office, just a one-on-one and it really felt like a good, comforting conversation every time that we talked. Looking at the school when you came on a visit and sat down and talked to the coaches and everything, when did you initially feel as if Piedmont was the right choice for you? Um, it really felt like it was a good choice when it just the walking around and you get to see all the buildings and you get to see the students just walking by. It was a very hometown feel, very small. It's not a very large campus, but... You really feel like you're a person instead of a number walking around. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's really nice. And some people, they're not afraid to say, like, hey, how's your day going? Just walking, just walking across the street, walking with them. Hey, do you want to grab coffee sometime? It's like that really gives it like that home feel. And that's what I've been really looking for. And they've really updated the sports facilities. So that's a major bonus. Yeah. Are you excited about the... Um new facility. I want to say it's close to a million dollars or so that they are currently in the works of building. Are you excited to possibly be able to play in that? Because as a senior, we're not going to be able to play in it, of course, except for an alumni game. How do you feel about your future seasons there? Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. It's it's basically a dream come true. It's like I've always wanted to be in that upper level of gameplay. And I mean, I'm here now. I've made it. And now it's just continuous work that I got to keep going. And honestly, it's I feel really bad for the seniors, especially with like COVID and everything happening with that. Um, 
but I'm definitely going to try and carry on that legend over time. How do you feel about your season going into conference play? You know, I think we've been we've been off for a year, and we were all super excited to get back. Um, sometimes life throws us some curveballs, so all we have to do is just really take on that curveball, get knocked down, get right back up, and then attack the next uh, obstacle. And that's what really we're trying to focus on is that we're just trying to better ourselves for our conference play. Um, these out-of-conference games, they're just giving us new insight on what's not working for us, and we really just need to hit that. And then as soon as we hit conference games, we're going to hit the ground running. Yeah, it will definitely be awesome to see you all in the field because now Piedmont is allowing uh, athletes to have two family members come to the games on top of uh, students and faculty. How do you think with people getting their seasons back and coming back for a fifth year? And on top of that, I mean, right now, I technically have two more seasons under my belt considering we got this season back also, even though we are playing it. How do you think that impacts I guess sports in general with people coming back to play their fifth year, how do you think that impacts, especially like freshman playing time? I really think that's just a more um, like a morale booster, honestly, to see like the commitments, like they, they get their season taken away after trying this hard and they come back and they're like, you know, I'm ready to win it. Like I'm going to give it 110% and I'm not slowing down. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool that people are coming back for their fifth year and that makes me excited to see, especially for the sports that are playing now, who all is going to decide to either go to grad school or just come back to finish their major next year and get that one last season to play. But thanks, Chase, and we'll be right back after this short break. Do you keep up with every inning, every shot, and every point scored by your favorite Lions legends? Well, tune in every Tuesday at 11 to hear Presley Field and the play-by-play voice of the Lions, Brett Loftus, discuss all things Piedmont College Athletics. Presley and Brent discuss the past, the present, and the future of sports here at Piedmont. So come on, Lions fans. We want you to join our pack on Tuesdays at 11, right here on Z98.7 FM, The Roar. Welcome back to Socially Sporty. I'm your host, Brittany Goen, sitting back down with Chase Kukrowski. So Chase, where did social media play a role in your college recruitment to Piedmont? Um, well, I definitely think that Instagram is the biggest social media platform that everybody's using today. I mean, small businesses, large businesses, healthcare providers, all of that, they're all on that. Um, and how it played a really big role was I got to actually like see how... Piedmont kind of operated from a different standpoint. It's a different, basically like a different POV kind of deal. And it was it was really cool to see the difference from being in person to looking at it from these different angles. Um, and I really, it's really good to be like, you know, these clubs are here and this is what this club did and the sports are doing this, they're winning this, they're doing that. It's just a bunch of this, that's, and it's like, just makes me really think like, what what's it gonna be like in ten years when I'm graduated and mm-hmm. everything else is like what is that gonna look like and I just I just can't wait to see it. Where did you feel like like looking at your college recruitment? Did you look up different schools' websites? Like how did you find out about the schools besides like going and playing and talking to coaches? Did you look up the schools once you got home? I did. Uh, I had taken some things while I was in high school, and it was basically like a tinder for colleges it's like what you really what you're looking for what you want 
what type of field you're going in for, what majors you want to be. Um, so that, I definitely looked into that. It took me a little while. I had gotten some other offers from various colleges. And, I mean, I even wanted to just not play lacrosse. I thought I just wanted to end it after my COVID season and just stay stay local, save some money up, get my own apartment, and start my life in, a, in my hometown. But I chose a different path. I just wanted to see venture out and do that. But Piedmont um, really was popping up everywhere. It was a great nursing program. Very, It's a small campus, very hometown feel. And it was just, there's a whole other list of, of uh, basically objectives that I just wanted for what I look for in a college. And Piedmont hit a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So you said you had this, I guess, Tinder type profile thing in high school, looking at different colleges to find your best fit. Do you believe that other high schools should kind of do something like that to help their students try to find their best fit, especially with Corona right now? and people not being able to go look at the schools like the way they want to, do you feel like a lot of high schools should adapt to that process and help out students? Oh, most definitely, especially with COVID. It's, you can't get within six feet of people. A lot of places are still shut down. You have to wear a mask. Some people are even afraid to step outside, and some people really can't because they're sick or they're immunodepressant or anything like that. It's like, what what do you what can you do when you really can't be there in person? I think that connecting with these colleges online, talking with an advisor type of deal, um, I think they really give you the whole layout in words. And then, you know, virtual tours, that's what I've really fallen in love with during COVID. It's like you can walk around campus, but you're not actually at the campus. Um, and that just get, basically gives you another hindsight to see things. And that's just the really cool part. Yes, COVID was a really big downer for a lot of us, and we lost some people to it. But I think that growing from this experience and knowing what we need to do, and I think that colleges and high schools can really prosper from this moment. Yeah, I definitely feel as if, like you said, the virtual tours, I wish I kind of had that when I was looking at schools about four years ago or so, because that would have saved me like a four-hour car ride sometimes, you know, if I could virtually tour the school or talk to the coaches online because, I mean, Zoom wasn't really a thing back then, and I could have met with the coaches on Zoom. Yeah, it's not the same as in person, but definitely could have met with them online and talked to them a little differently. And then, of course, like I said, it saves you that four-hour car ride for you to be like, wow, I like this college isn't that pretty to me. This isn't where I want to go. Saves you all that time and money, especially on gas. But on top of all of that, Chase, how do you think that social media right now with everything kind of transforming to the way the world is, how do you think it's going to play an impact on the future prospective athletes in their recruitment process to different schools? Oh, this is, I mean, I think it's going to be great. Um, you know, some people can record a certain reel that they had in the game or how they're doing, like weight-wise, their height this, that, and the other. Um, I really feel like as soon as you can post that, it's like, are you a candidate for this program? Yes or no. It's it's not like mm-hmm. a, ah, you may be, we don't want you, but we do want you kind of deal. It's not like you're on a line. It's a yes or no. The colleges are going to approach you if they want you. If they don't want you, then they're just going to kind of fall back. But I definitely think that 
posting uh, pictures and videos of your accomplishments, like winning a lacrosse tournament or scoring a hat trick in soccer or finishing first or beating a rec- a school record for swim. It's just posting any of that and posting a video for it. I feel like you're going to get a lot of people telling you, it's like, hey, well, my name is this and I'm an advisor at this college or I'm a coach at this college or anything like this. I'm a recruiter for the Army, Navy, Marines, etc. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can get all over the place. You can play any level if you have the skill but the coaches are going to approach you and then you can also approach the coaches i mean that's that's like that's like the big deal is that you approach a coach you talk to them you you tell them what you do kind of deal Mm -hmm. and they they look into you a little bit and then when they're like sold on some of this stuff all about that presentation it's like boom they're texting you they're giving you offers um but it's just i feel like it's going to keep developing every year for recruitment and I definitely think that online stuff, all the online is really going to push it forward. Yeah. Do you think that with having all the college sports kind of be playing at once this season, or I guess this spring semester, do you feel as if showing how active the colleges are now on their social media, blowing up about all different sports, do you feel as if that could attract more athletes to look into the school? Oh, I definitely think that. I definitely love how if there's a game day, Piedmont normally posts about it on an article or uh, their Instagram or the website, and it's and it's up to date. It's updated very frequently, and you get the scores of everything. You get who scored. You get, I mean, you can get stats on different players. I mean, it's, re- it's really nice. Uh, Having to get on the field with a couple other sports is a little difficult. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, I would agree as I'm one of the other sports that you are uh, competing with for different times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, going on at late at night is uh, always fun, but if you just want to relax at the end of the day, it's like you'd really like an earlier time. But with everybody being in classes at different times, I definitely am really appreciative of all the coaches trying to partake in well if he has class until 2 30 we really can't have practice at three um or you know you don't try and schedule stuff in between all of the kids who have class or club meetings or such like that yeah i believe that it this semester has been especially hard on us especially as athletes to figure out those times and I'm sure it's been even harder on our coaches because you're not only at this point, you're not only you're not worried about the time that your athletes have class. You're worried about all the other athletes at the same time, because, of course, women's lacrosse, men's lacrosse, men's and women's soccer, we're all battling for that field. And either we got to get on at 6 a.m. or we're getting on like nine or eight to 10 at night. You know, it's pretty hard as I'm sure coaches looking at it right now trying to just figure out that schedule. Luckily, people have games, so we get to move to earlier practice times. And luckily, as women's lacrosse, we don't have that many super late practices. Six to eight is our latest. But, I mean, can't really say the same for y'all now, can I, Chase? <laughs> no. We've had, let's see, some one time we got pushed out. I think it was 8 to 10 o'clock or something like that. And I'm like, wow. It's like right after you just want to go to sleep or in the locker room, really. Um, but... I mean, it's it's a full schedule. Being a student athlete is a very big deal. And I feel like you you stay organized, you stay focused, 
you're really going to prosper and the coach is going to see that you're going to get on the four you're going to get a 4.0 you're going to get on dean's list you're going to make athlete of the week that type of stuff if you really stay on top of your game you can really grow and then you can show other people how to grow and then it's basically basically like a domino effect you do good then this person does good and then two more and then six more and then next thing you know your whole team has boosted their gpa from a 3.0 to a 3.8 kind of type of deal so yeah and that's definitely what i love about playing a team sport because one thing i do could definitely ripple off to someone else and it's just a domino effect really that i mean if one person does good and brings that good energy to practice and stuff then boom it's like the whole team is in such a better mood it's pretty impactful don't you say chase oh yeah and i definitely feel like the leaders uh the captains and the coaches i think that um the more positives you bring and it's not you're not belittling people it's uh it's a sign of growth when you can say, hey, I know this didn't feel good or that shot wasn't the best or anything like that, um, and then they follow that up with, "You maybe try this, and then you can then we'll see if that helps you. And if it doesn't, then we'll try something else. Not, that was a terrible shot. Like, what are you doing? Get off the field type of deal. I just, I feel like when the leaders and the coaches are working together and they're uplifting their teammates and they're not breaking them down and calling out one person at a time. It's like, if you're going to call someone out, call out the group of people who are actually doing it, not just the one kid who made the most recent mistake. I definitely feel that the captains can really make a big deal about that. And, you know, somebody makes a snarky comment to someone else. It's like, hey, watch it. Let's yeah. be positive. It's like being in a positive environment, especially on the field, it's almost like you have lead on your feet when you get a negative comment, and then as soon as you get a positive comment, you're on a cloud and you're zooming across the field. Yeah, it's definitely pretty impactful, especially from the captains. But thank you for joining me today, Chase, and that's all the time we have for today. This has been Socially Sporty. Thanks for tuning in with us today on Socially Sporty. Tune in next time for a new episode with a new guest speaker and some insight on today's sports world around us. Stay sporty.